This show is broadcasting from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev. To hizzy, to hizzy, to hizzy. <laughs> um, I'm Dave. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> and now coming off the bench from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> He's 5'9", 6'2", with the afro. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this week I'm, uh, I'm the historian. You are. Boomy. <laughs> he's a, he's leading us today. Yes, yes. I love uh, it. Yeah. So uh so my my topic is the history of Valentine's Day. Ooh. Yeah. So uh when this show officially releases, pulling back the curtain, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh the next day will be Valentine's Day. Yeah. So uh, you know, get those cards and sweetheart candies ready, ladies, because Devin's coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> With, with his pineapple moonshine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, this time, no pineapple moonshine. This time, it's Canadian whiskey. Uh, so, so yeah, now, now Dave's got to go get a shot. So, he just now really, you know, when it's shot of history, like you should, yeah. like, I feel like the, we should just all have What one in we're our doing is in the name of the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There you go. All uh, right, so we're almost right. ready to do our shot yeah, and yeah, get yeah. onto this. Once once Dave gets this uh, this hot shot poured, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll we'll cheers. Oh, he's got to put the cap back on, like a gentleman. Yeah. Well, of course, because one of us might accidentally <laughs> yes, knock it over knock somehow, it over. and that's yeah. going to make a shit mess in the studio. <laughs> well, and it is the hand selected barrel. Yes. Of Crown. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Which we on. are all drinking right yes. now, and it is going to be mighty delicious. Cheers, right. guys. Cheers. Ha- happy Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I got my heart G-string ready and everything. Ooh. Mm. That's all you're wearing, though, right? Yes. Well, okay. Of course. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> all right. So uh, so Valentine's Day. Uh, started back uh, with the Romans. Uh, it was actually more of a holiday to celebrate the founding of Rome. Uh, so it has its roots in the Roman holiday of Lupercalia. Roman uh, Founders Day. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, it traces back as far as 6th century BC, uh, celebrated on February 15th. Uh, some sources say from the 13th to the 15th. Um, just depends on where you look. But uh, And calendars are always screwed up anyway. Right. Yeah. So. Is this during the Gregorian calendar or the Julian calendar? <laughs> right. <laughs> we can't get our shit together. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so, I can't even get my calendars to sync now. <laughs> right. So. True. <laughs> yes. True story. <laughs> uh, so, so the uh, the the festival was originally thought to focus on Romulus and Remus uh, honoring the she wolf that raised them in the den in uh, Palatine Hill, um, and uh, there's a, another god called uh, Lupercus that was the it was a, a sheep god uh, a protector of fertility and and shepherds and whatnot um which would be the opposite of a wolf 
Right. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just felt like I needed to point that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, the festival, uh, also kind of named after uh, the den, the Lupercal, which uh, is where Romulus and Remus were were raised and what they named the den in Palatine Hill was the was the looper call which uh has its roots uh, the root word is roman for wolf um <clears throat> uh where am i at okay here we go <laughs> got to look at my notes <laughs> uh yes look at your notes <laughs> yes yes so many notes uh there's also uh some thought that it may have been more of a local ritual uh focusing on faunus the roman god of agriculture um, and some of the some of the celebrations that they do kind of revolves around um, general fertility of the land and, and women. Um, it, the land yes. and women and women. Yeah. Well, because back yeah. then, I mean, to the, to men, they were one and the same. <laughs> <laughs> right, they were property. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so That's the, right. we rape the fields and pillage the yes. women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait. No. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that doesn't sound right. So, <laughs> so the uh, the, fe- the festivities uh, of this holiday would start out in Palatine Hill in the in the Lupercal. Um, the Luperci priests, um, which is actually uh, it's a group of two factions of priests, um, the Quin- Quintili. Uh, which were thought to be the descendants of Romulus. Um, or the Romulans. Yes. If you like Star Trek. That's what I keep hearing in my head. Yeah. So <laughs> Romulus. See, every time he says Luperkai, I'm thinking Cobra Kai from yeah. Karate Kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sweep the leg, Romulus! <laughs> so the, so these, these two factions of priests both come from noble families. Like I said, uh, descendants. So the, the Quintili... Descendants of Romulus, less well known, even though Romulus was like the first king of of Rome. Um, this noble family actually kind of is in the background of Roman history; they're not as prominent. Um, and then the other faction, uh, the uh, the Fabi, uh, were descendants of Remus, and uh, they were one of the most well known families in Rome. Um, I've so, never heard of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> not so that again, well known. Brothers sharing things, not always working out well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seems to be a theme. Seems to be yes. a common theme. <laughs> so these, uh, so the Luperci would gather in uh, the Lupercal in Palatine Hill, um, and they would start drinking and feasting, and uh, <clears throat> they would, uh, you know, once they got all good and liquored up, uh, <laughs> they would. <laughs> so, Valentine's Day. Yes, yeah. As we also sometimes do on this show, yes. get good and liquored up. Yeah. Uh, they would st- they would sacrifice a couple of goats uh, to represent uh, fertility, and they would uh, sacrifice a dog to represent the purification and a stand-in for wolves, because it's honoring the she-wolf that raised Romulus and Remus. And this is the only because time they weren't badass enough to actually go out and try to capture a wolf. Right, to right. Sacrifice. We're just gonna right. a domesticated here's, dog. Yeah, here's a terrier. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and one of the sources that I was that I was uh, following, they're like, they don't. The Romans didn't sacrifice dogs, pretty much at all, other than this one holiday. Like that was the only time they did it. Um. So so that, still sad. Right. So they would sacrifice these these goats. They'd sacrifice this dog. 
Um, also, I'm sad about the goats too because if you know me, I'm like totally obsessed yeah. with goats. They're adorable. And, it's a bad thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Black Philip will come get you yes. for all your goat sacrificing. Yeah. You uh, so uh, then, once once the sacrifice happened, uh, a member from each faction uh, would be select. A uh, male would be selected. So the uh, Quintilli would put forth. Uh, a member and the Fabi would put forth a member to represent Romulus and Remus, the Romulans and yeah. <laughs> so they would put, they'd put forth put forth these two guys, the Romulans and the Remax. Yes, realty. <laughs> um, and then uh, what they would do is they would take the sacrificial knife and they would wipe it across the foreheads of these the, these two guys, um, and then they would be so that would clean the knife, but the. The blood would be, yeah, it, it's it's weird. It gets weirder. <laughs> then they would take uh, soaked cotton and wipe the heads clean to purify, to show that they were wiping away the sins of Romulus and Remus when they were trying to found Rome. Well, you know, if they didn't put the blood there to begin with, then they wouldn't have anything to purify. I'm just I, saying. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm trying to rapidly <laughs> come up with a Roman tampon joke, and I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, Plugus Maximus. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And and the two and it turned. They, the sources that I looked through, they nobody could really determine whether they were completely naked, or if they were in loincloths made of goat hide. I'm gonna go with completely naked because yeah, I'm gonna, gonna guess. Let's just do naked. it. You yeah. know, if you're gonna yeah. go for it, go for it. Yeah. Um, so, so after, you know, their foreheads are, are wiped clean, um, they would then take and start stripping the hide off the goats that they sacrificed and make whips <laughs> and potentially loincloths. Again, not sure. They were either completely naked when the festivities either started or they wore these loincloths made of fresh goat skin. This is starting that to sound seem, like a... That oh. sounds awkward. Yeah. So... I mean, they'd be warm. Drunken, drunken priests, stri- making whips, right? So putting on loincloths. Fifty shades of Rome. I was yes. gonna say, I feel like this is turning into a, like a yes. really <laughs> fucked up oh, yeah. BDSM. It, it, it gets thing. it gets super. But wait, there's more. Oh yes, there's <laughs> so so much more. <laughs> um, so they would uh, they would then take these uh, these strips of goat hide. They would dip them in the the blood from the sacrifices. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yep. And then they would start and running. Then? And then they would start running through town, whipping people with the goat hides. Huh. And this was accepted. Yes. By the yes. people. Uh, yes. Um, so they would. They it's would, just one day a year. No big deal. Like, I'm sorry. Like some random dude, <laughs> yeah. mostly naked in a right. loin cloth of fresh goat hide, comes at me with a soaked. <laughs> Oh yeah, piece of yeah, high oh, blood. It gets even weirder because we're gonna have a throwdown. It's like yeah. the greased like, up deaf guy. Yes, it's <laughs> totally like can't catch me. Like yeah, dude, I don't, I don't even like people asking me for a cigarette on the street. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> but you touch me with a bloody so, whip, right? Yeah. We got it issues. Is on. <laughs> so, so these guys they would run through run through the town with these uh, these whips made of the goat, the, the fresh goat hide. Um, and they would hit people, uh, and uh, the the women in town would actually uh, start to. The, at some point, they started running up to the priests and exposing bare flesh. 
to get so these whipped. were the first Mardi Gras beads. Essentially, <laughs> yes. Um, they they did the the women did this because uh, they figured that this would increase their chances of becoming pregnant, increase their fertility for for the next year until this all happened again, and would also lessen the pain of childbirth. Um, I I, there's I call nothing, bullshit. Yeah, there's nothing that can do that except for modern medicine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, say, I feel like an epidural yeah. really yeah. does that a lot yeah. better than. Being yeah. whipped by a goat nine months previously. And then previously. showing your titties yeah. to a priest. Yeah. So, I mean, and, I mean, if that's all, dude, I, I'll, dude, I'll uh, sign me up. I, where, <laughs> can I join? Like, can I, can I be a priest? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, how so, do I become a priest? Right. So, they, so they would do this, uh, and there's, you know, some, there's a couple of sources that said they may have also uh, ran around and and slapped cropland with these whips to increase the fertility of the land at the same time. And it, you know, may if you've have already also, gone half crazy, yeah. you might as well go full tilt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, and some of that they think like, hey, oh, you know what? Beat the side, beat the side of a building and, yeah. and make your house get bigger. Yeah. I, who knows? Yeah. I, whatever, it might work. No, you just put on a peanut condom for that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, and if you're catching this episode, just wait for the George Washington Carver yes, episode. Yeah. Understand that. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, the beating of the cropland, uh, they, there's some question as to if this actually happened and if it did happen, what it actually represented it represented it. It could have been that it was increasing the productivity of the land or it could have been uh, what they call beating the bounds, which they were, were beating the the perimeter of they were beating Again, the perimeter back, back to a bad yeah. BDSM story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> beating the perimeter of the original settlement uh, founded by Romulus and Remus. So like oh this is this is where the where we were founded and this is where we started, um, but for the most part it was crazy BDSM because let's mark where we came from by yes. beating the ground with yeah blood soaked right. goat strips. So so at Sexy. some point, what some point in history so while they were right doing now. this. <laughs> so all this is going on, you know, all this is still going on, and as history progresses. Uh, the festival evolves, and now they take all the names of the eligible females in the town and all the names of the eligible bachelors in town, and they take the the names of the women, they drop them in a clay pot, and then they So this start, is the first key party? Uh, essentially, yes. <laughs> then they start calling the eligible males up to pull a name from the clay pot. <laughs> Bachelorum number one. Yes. Um, so these these uh, this, this guaranteed bachelor, to get laid. Yes. The, the, this bachelor and woman, uh, they were only required to stay together through the end of the festival. That's where the the three days kind of makes more sense. Where it started on the thirteenth and okay, yeah, and and went to the fifteenth. I feel 16th. like the, there was just a Black Mirror episode about this, but okay, right. yeah. So they so they were only required to stay together for the festivities. Most of them stayed together. For the entire year until sure the did. until it started again. Well, because you would because again you know again not right. like you know the pill wasn't big in ancient mm -hmm. Roman times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Peanut well, condoms and, and keep in weren't mind, around yet. These, these women have been beat into they've fertility. Been, they've they've showed their tits and, <laughs> yeah. and they've been beaten by the blood soaked goat strips. So yeah. clearly they were going to get knocked yeah. off. Oh, so fast. Yeah. yeah so uh, so yeah. So you, you yes. got to hang out for at least you know the nine months. Yeah. You got to at least you know do. Your, uh, yeah. Many of these pairings did eventually end in marriage. But, you know, it was a whole lot of fucking going on. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of fucking. Yeah. Um, so uh, Lupercalia uh, was actually one of the few pagan holidays that survived uh, the, the Roman uh, domain switching from 
pagan gods to Christianity. Um, it was well because it sounds like it's a fun time. Yeah. Why would you want to dump that one? Yeah, it was it was celebrated all the way up to the fifth century A.D. Uh, priests still got drunk and flogged women, uh, but it became way more conservative, and the women would just get slapped on the hand with the whips of gold pelt. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, fun. Yeah, and it was uh, you know it was well well known enough that uh, Shakespeare actually included it in uh, his play Julius Caesar as one of which is because really that's awesome when Mark play. Anthony yes he did presented yep. the crown was during uh, Lupercalia, um, so I totally forgot about that until you just mentioned yeah, it and then it yeah. all like comes together yeah, yeah. Like, that was the Godfather no that was Luca Brazzi yeah that was the Godfather yeah. <laughs> um, but but like all good pagan holidays. Jesus eventually fucks everything up. You know, it got appropriated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Damn it, Jesus. <laughs> Quit appropriating all the cool shit. Yeah. Uh, so Pope uh, Galatius I uh, decided that he had had enough of allowing Christians celebrating the pagan holiday. Um, now, during like, I would be mu- like I would be a much bigger fan of Valentine's Day today. Right, if that's what it was. If that's what it was. Right, like hey, we're going to put everyone's we're going to put all these women's names. It Dude, sounds I was, way I creepier. Was, I was just good with like the flashing and flogging. Yeah. Like I like that let's just start there. <laughs> Getting drunk and, and flogging. Yeah, yeah. How, like eh. All right. Uh so at, during my research uh there's I found two different stories as to what the pope put in its place. Um, one source says that he favored replacing uh, Lupercalia with a February 4th holiday called the Feast of the Purification of, of the, Mar- uh, the Virgin Mary, mouthful, uh, or Candlemas, which is another name for that day. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 Well, um, and, and nothing about anything we've heard thus far Screams purification, right? So, um, so, so <laughs> not at all. So, so a little little history around this. Uh, so, uh, this would take place forty days after the birth of Jesus. Uh, it marks the day that Jesus was presented to God. All right. Well, all right. Let, let's let let's just take yeah. a big mother. May I step back? Yeah. Forty days after, after the declared the declared right. But yeah, yeah. Okay. Forty days after. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, it was, so this was the day that Jesus was presented. This is a shot of history. I feel right. like we have to maintain right. a certain level of, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it was presented to God in the temple in Jerusalem. Uh, this dates back to a Jewish tradition of not allowing women to worship after childbirth because they were unclean. What in the ever loving shit is yeah. that? Yep. Uh, so uh, here's what you call a patriarchy. Even, no, this is this is the even more fucked up. Part. Oh, there, it ooh. gets even more Dude, fucked up. Wor- it gets even worse. Do you want to see my laser eyes? I'm like, I'm like the eyes that have come out right now. <laughs> so, so the, this is, we should we should have turned on the webcam. The waiting period for women to re, uh, to come back to worship, uh, if they had a male uh, birth, was forty days. If they had a female birth, it was sixty days. <laughs> yep. So after the after the waiting period, having another. Vagina come out of your yes. vagina makes you more. It's double unclean. Yeah, yes, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> You're doubly unclean. <laughs> You're doubling down. <laughs> um, so after, oh so after this uh, uh, waiting uh, period, <laughs> uh, the women were allowed to re-enter the temple uh, and were were allowed to worship again after they had been purified. 
So did they get beat with goat I, whips? No, or? no, 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 none of that. None did of they have that. to flash? No, no. Because, um, I mean, you know, maternity does things. To, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. <saying>. I mean, <laughs> uh, February 4th, uh, the other name of the holiday, which is Candlemas, uh, is also the day that uh, all of the church candles for the year were blessed and were put into service. Um, it draws from a pagan holiday of light that marked the midpoint between the winter solstice and the vernal equinox, or the, the spring. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, people also treated this day as a proto-Groundhog's Day. Uh, so if the day was cloudy and gray, spring comes early. If the day was sunny and gay, winter is here to stay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is a lame rhyme. So <laughs> I came up with that myself. So, gay, sorry, gay like, gay, like happy or gay like, gay like, like yeah. super. Yeah. Gay like. Hi, Bruce. Gay like the original definition of gay. That's right. Let's go hang at Campus Martius. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, so mo- most other sources. <laughs> So most other sources, <laughs> and I, yeah. I totally threw off Dev. I'm so yeah. happy. I feel like it, like achievement unlocked. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Dev's never inviting you back. <laughs> He's over it. Most most other sources yeah. say that the Pope replaced the celebration with uh, the celebration of Saint Valentine, which kind of makes sense. Well, we th- call and there it are Valentine's multiple. Day. There's at least three yeah. known uh, Valentines from uh, the Emperor Claudius the Second's yeah. reign. Um, so the, the most common story is that Valentine was imprisoned for marrying and assisting Christians during Emperor Claudius II's rule. Uh, uh, he didn't marry the Christians. Uh, he, he would, uh, he would yeah. perform marriage ceremonies for the Christians. Right. I'm just, right. I'm, that, that right. sounded yeah, ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the intent was there. <laughs> you knew what I meant. I, I'm just saying that, you know, right. one, one guy, I mean, based on the earlier right. stories, one right. guy could have could. married all those right. people, but right. you know. Um, uh, but then he was, uh, he was beheaded after trying to, con- uh, so Claudius tried to convince Valentine to give up his view of who yeah. the tr- one true God is. Kind of an interesting uh, little thing where it was, okay, well you, no, no you, you give up Christianity and yeah. save your life and become a pagan. Right. No, no. You give up paganism and convert to Christianity. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, there's also another legend, uh, that Valentine tutored the blind daughter of his jailer. Uh, the, the, the daughter was named Julia, uh, Valentine and them prayed together. Um, and then, during one of these prayer sessions, God restored Julia's sight. All of a sudden, she could see. <laughs> and uh, on the eve of his execution, still getting executed. I feel like there might have been some old English D in there. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I can see God. <laughs> um, sorry, old Roman D. Yes, sorry. yes, old Roman D. <laughs> uh, which would be like, what, 50? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Uh, so on the eve of his execution, he wrote this letter to Julia, you know, basically saying, oh, you know, everything's going to be all right, blah, blah, blah. And then he signed it from your Valentine, kind of uh, giving rise to the Valentine's Day gift of cards and well wishes and, and whatnot. Um, Chlamydia, you know, yep, those types yep. of things. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ha, I got you. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, so that's right. Chocolate, flowers, cards, chlamydia. Right. Yeah. Nice. nice. So uh, like we said, like we said, uh, historians believe there was at least three men named Valentine uh, that Claudius had put to death, uh, but the church deified one guy. Yep. Um, uh, And the church claims their saint was martyred on February fourteenth, which is why we sell it on February fourteenth. Now, uh, during that same time. Uh, the Normans, uh, so like, was that Germany, French, Air, you know, Great Britain Not area? Not quite Frankish, but yeah. uh, Frankish yeah, adjacent. Yeah, like northern, northern Europe. Frankish European, adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were actually celebrating a day called uh, Gallatin's Day. Uh, Gallatin meant lover of women, which I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, I feel like I'm going to have a hockey jersey made up with yeah. that on the back. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it is thought to have been confused and kind of bundled into uh, the Valentine's Day celebration at some point because of how similar. Yeah, they're close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so now we kind of get into uh, what we know it as now. Um, a total commercial ripoff. Right, yeah. right. Uh, so. <laughs> So like many Christian holidays, like we talked about this for Christmas, the, the church had no control over how people celebrated this holiday. Um, people still got drunk, still celebrated uh, love and passion. Um, many biblical Still scout- goat whipping? Uh, probably Or past not. goat whipping? Uh, maybe in yeah. some yeah. countries. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Um, many biblical scholars actually I'm sorry, want- goat whips, not yes. goat whipping. There, were, there was never whipping of goats. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. So these biblical scholars uh, that- read through Christian history, uh, want people to actually stop celebrating Valentine's Day because of uh, how closely many of the symbols and colors uh, are related to the original pagan holiday. So red for the blood of the sacrifice, right. white for the, the, the milk uh, cleaning, you know, off the, off of the, the right. blood and forgiving the sins. Um, the, uh, in the middle ages, the French and English actually thought February 14th was the day the birds started their mating season, um, which led to the reinforcement of the chirp, day. Chirp, 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 chirp. Yeah. <laughs> so this actually le- led to the reinforcement of, uh, no. of it being <laughs> about, about love and romance because... Like you said, chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting there. You just got to give me a second. Sorry. Hey, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, some, would, <laughs> some would claim that the first Valentine's greeting was actually written by Valentine to Julia, but the oldest known greeting is a poem written by Charles, Duke of Orleans, to his wife while imprisoned uh, following the Battle of Agincourt in the Tower of London. Um, and actually this... There once was a man from Nantucket. Yes. <laughs> and this poem uh, that Charles wrote to his to his wife is actually uh, a part of the official manuscript collection in the British Library of London. So you could actually go see... Kind of cool. I've yeah. been there. Yeah. You, so you can go there and, and see this in the manuscripts. Okay. I, yeah. 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 Um, uh, the day as we know it now started gaining popularity in 17th century uh, Great Britain. Uh, by the mid-18th century, people were regularly exchanging small trinkets and handwritten letters. Uh, in the 1900s, printed cards became uh, started replacing handwritten letters as print, printing technology advanced. Um, these printed cards were much cheaper. Uh, postage was cheaper, which probably increased the popularity of the cards because they're a standard size it costs one stamp. Right. You send it. 
Um, unlike Christmas, uh, Valentine's Day actually survived the Revolutionary War in the United States. So when we talked about Christmas, we mm-hmm. said after the Revolutionary War, right. many Americans were like, kind no, of abandoned we're, it. Not, yep. we're not going to do this because it's it's too close to what we did back in, back in old GB. We're done with it. But we like gifts and banging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hell yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Merca. <laughs> not getting rid of that. Uh, so many Americans probably carried on this tradition of handwritten letters as they moved from Great Britain to America. Um, in the 1840s, Esther A. Howland, the mother of the Valentine, began selling mass-produced Valentines in America. Uh, her Valentines were elaborate creations made of l- actual lace, ribbon, and uh, pictures called scrap. So just like little cute pictures uh, on these hearts surrounded in lace and frilliness. Uh, you know, puke. Lace uh, and frilliness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> today, today, an estimated one billion Valentines are set sent, 85% of which are purchased by women. How much? 80, 1 billion and 85% of them are purchased by women. So 850 million. Uh, yeah. But like, dude, I, like, I know I got to buy them every year for my kids. Like mm-hmm. they do the whole Valentine's Day thing in it's class. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's actually become more it's of a big giant scam. Right. Yeah. It's become more of a, a holiday in that regard for, for children. Yeah. Like, forced like. You need to tell everybody you love. Everybody. Oh yeah, because you have to buy them for the whole class. Right? Yeah. You can't just give them out to who you want if to. If you yeah, skip you anybody, then they're yeah. going to take it personally. And, and then you've got be... a bullying complaint against you, yeah. and it's zero yeah. It used to be, it used and... to be like the worst day for the fat nerdy kid in class because <laughs> he'd be sitting there like, dude, somebody put something in my box. Right. I put it in Shanice's. I gave one to Tiffany, Debbie, and everybody. Nobody. Nobody loves me. Oh. <laughs> I made my mom buy 400 Valentines. Just yeah. want one back. Uh, so, so in I eight- swiped right a whole bunch. Just want to swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1847, to, to wrap to wrap this up. Yeah. So in 18 uh, in Dev 1847. Dave, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got so much more to cover today. I, I know we do. Um, so in 1847, uh, Oliver Chase uh, founded the Neko uh, Candy Company uh, and invited a device to cut candy lozenges uh, that gave rise to the sweetheart candies that we know of today, like the little tiny hearts with the, the writing on them. Okay. Yep. Um, the original shape was not a heart, but it was actually a kind of a, a much larger scallop shell uh, that was more like a fortune cookie. Uh, it wasn't until 1861 that these candies received the red dye lettering, uh, and that was because Chase's brother, Daniel, had developed a, a piece of equipment to actually print on there. Okay. Um, the treats were actually popular at weddings, and because they were larger, they allowed for uh, longer messages like, married in white, you have chosen right, or married in pink, uh, he'll take to drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, married in white. Pink. Yeah, married yeah. in white. Okay. Married not married and, and white. I was like, yeah. wow, I'm glad Calvin's not white. here for this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> married in white, you have chosen right. Married in pink, he'll take to drink. Oh, because like, guys didn't drink if they married a chick in a white dress. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. It makes no rhyme or reason. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, uh, well, it rhymed. There right. was no reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in, uh, in the early 1900s, uh, these candies... Uh, became the familiar heart shapes that we know now with the much shorter messages. 
Um, and Neko actually has a thing where you can submit suggestions for the hearts. And, you know, they try to keep up with. <laughs> they all taste like chalk and they right. use tech speak. And yeah. Oh, oh no. I think I've broken Stephanie. <laughs> no. no, no. She has a suggestion that's going to yeah, probably make suggestion. us all hurt. And I'm not saying this, you know, personally for me, but right. I just think it would be funny. Just I eat ass. <laughs> like, just write it yes, out. Yeah. I'm gonna suggest that. And so, any like a dude or whatever that like right, eats right, ass, and, just, right. and a girl who's or, into it is perfect. Or like, then you know, I heart squirters. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to destroy yeah. Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these suggestions that they allow now, uh, they actually Neko, to, we're coming for you. <laughs> they, they turn down many breakup hearts, like, you know, call a lawyer, get a prenup. They, you know, they right. get those, but you know, a lot of it's like tweet me, text me, that kind uh, of stuff now to kind of keep up with modern times. Roses are red. Right. You are the meanest. Some other chick now yeah. gets my penis. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like that would have been in the original scallop shot. <laughs> um, so today we're more on the I eat ass level now. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to maintain a certain level of culture. Um, uh, nah. <laughs> so today, about 13 million pounds of the hearts are sold in the six weeks leading up to Valentine's Day. Really? Even though they taste like chalk. Like Shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. 13 million pounds. That's insane. God. We yeah. And it. obviously the, the biggest buyers are for like handing out to like kids. Like that and candy corn just needs yeah. to stop. Can <laughs> yeah. we not come together as a, as a society and make this stop? I, I wish. <laughs> um, and that's and that's all I got. But uh, so, yeah, Valentine's Day used to be really cool. Now I want. Uh, let's go old school. Go, goat whipping this year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I want goat whipping and titty flashing. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I think it might be a little weird if I show up drunk in a goat loincloth to work. <laughs> a little, I, a little bit. You know, I feel like like we should. I, I'm sure there's. Uh, hey, you know, we've got friends at the Russell Industrial Center and the yeah. Tangent Gallery. I'm sure we could throw an old school Valentine's Day party if we really wanted. That to. would there actually be kind of awesome. Like, get. I mean, like, no, no, we're not killing a goat. Right. We're not yeah. killing no. a dog. No. But we'll have some. It's. I mean, it, dude. It's Faux, 20, faux goat. It's high. 2018. We'll have some great special effects. Mm-hmm. You'll never know that it's not right. really goat blood. But we will actually be drunk. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we'll, we will absolutely be drunk. <laughs> yes. <now. laughs> it'll be. It'll be red dyed chocolate syrup. It'll be fine. <laughs> Edible blood. It'll, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's all good. So so yeah, that's all I got. For awesome. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. That was y'all. really cool. Thanks, Dev. Yeah. Was, I, I learned a lot. Yeah, I I learned a lot, too, in the five minutes I researched that topic. <laughs> <laughs> in five minutes, he got all of that. <laughs> it, it took me way longer than that, but I, I think people from work listen. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said you were researching this while at work. They know I research at work. <laughs> Dude, I was trying to give you an out. Work with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. They won't tell on me. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, it's we've come to that time where mm-hmm. it's where we pop out the plugs. Which, you know, for Valentine's Day. Don't leave it in there, ladies. <laughs> or, or, you know, for, you know, maybe pop in the plugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, whatever you gotta yeah, do. Whatever, whatever floats your boat on Valentine's Day, do your thing. <laughs> Don't leave it in there too long. Cause you'll get you'll get you'll get some rumbling in your tumbly. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're planning on going out. Leave the plug at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I mean, it depends on where you're going. Yeah. Well, this is, this is true. If you're going to a traditional celebration of Valentine's Day, bring the plug. Like right. the, the dirty show. Yes. <laughs> leave it in. Yeah, yeah, leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll go first. Uh, StephanieMenard.com for our, most of your Stephanie Menard needs. Yes. Um, and also, uh, you can find my other show, The Waystation, on that website, WarPodcastTrait.com. Uh, SoundCloud, lots of other yes. places. Uh, that's it. Um, all right. Uh, well, Snake Oil Comics, uh, go to shadowhistory.com, check out all of our affiliate links. Um, since I haven't said it this episode at all, Sturdy Girls, uh, that's for Ellie. Big sh- Sturdy Girls. Big shout out to Sturdy Girls. Yes, big shout out to Sturdy Girls. Um, and, uh, you know, as always, fuck Steve. <laughs> oh, All right, so I feel like uh, you know I will lead out with I'll lead off with my own uh, fuck Bob because uh, <laughs> I, I feel like that just needs to be said more often. Yes. <laughs> uh, but you know, podcast Detroit for all of your podcasting needs. We do a lot of live events. We do a lot of comic cons. We do we do stuff in bars. We do stuff with uh, bands and all that kind of fun stuff. And oh, by the way, we've got ninety odd shows that record out of our studios, uh, including uh, Shot of History and, and a lot of other fine podcasts. Check us out. We've got everything from. A minister that comes in and plays gospel music and talks Jesus for two hours to dating, relationships, advice, boxing, MMA, hockey, a little bit of everything. Um, Yeah, check us out. A lot of fun stuff. Oh, yeah, and don't forget to join us on March 24th from yes. 2 to 6 p.m. at yes. Old Shillelagh. We're going to be doing our two-year anniversary live podcast. We'll have free shot glasses. We'll have our book to purchase. We will be there. Rumor has it someone might be doing some penance and buying a couple rounds of drinks. So oh. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, David. <laughs> you definitely do not want to miss it, even if you can only show up for an hour. Come on up, have a drink with us, and uh, you'll enjoy yourself for sure. Yes. It'll be a good, good time, good time. Good times. All right, so until next time. I'm Stephanie. I'm the Color Man Big Dev. I'm Dave. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs>